Hey, podcast listeners, thank you so much for just taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to this episode today. Hey, I would love it if you would consider subscribing to this and also leaving a a rating and review. That would mean so much to me. Thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. There's been some studies proven on this that one of your first credit cards or one of your first bank accounts that you open, you are incredibly loyal to that company for the rest of your life. And so that's why Visa and all these companies try to get you while you're in college to give you a free pizza or give you a free t-shirt. On today's episode, we're going to do a quick interview with Doug Gray on just the best or worst money advice that he's ever received and how it's helped him or hurt him in his financial journey. So we're going to go ahead and jump to that now. I hope you guys enjoy the next few minutes as we listen to Doug to see what piece of advice or what money tip has helped him in his journey. We've got Doug Gray. He is a longtime buddy of mine from Cincinnati, Ohio, and as you can see in the background, he is a big fan of the Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Uh, sometimes it's, it feels nasty to be a Reds fan. I don't. Maybe maybe not. Um, so, Doug, we got a few quick questions for you today. First one: What is the best or worst money advice you've ever received? Now, I can't say this applies to everybody, but it definitely applied to me very well. Um, you know, when you turn eighteen. Credit card companies start sending you applications just trying to get you a credit card. They want to get you locked in um, you know, to, to their, their platform, whether it's Visa, MasterCard, whoever. They want to be the, the one that you go with. Um, and my dad had always told me, you know, don't get credit cards. You, you don't want to get into debt with credit cards. You know, the interest piles up. And you know, hmm. we, we didn't have a ton of money growing up. I mean, we weren't struggling. But you know, we, we didn't exactly live a very uh, high life, so to speak. And so – I think that where I was coming from, you know, I understood the value of money a little bit better than maybe some other people did, but I also wasn't struggling to the point where, you know, I needed to borrow money. And so I think that that advice of not getting credit cards and getting myself into debt early on in my adult life really went a long way to getting me to where I am now. Um, I actually just got my first credit card earlier this year. I'm 33 years old. And the only real debt that I've got is my car. And I mean, I owe two years left on my car. And I, you know, I, I feel that Compared to most 33-year-olds, I'm probably doing a lot better than they are as far as the, uh, the debt-to-income ratio is going at this point in my yeah, life. I would say you probably are as well, at least for the folks that I work with. So um, most people have, on top of a, a car loan and maybe five or 10000 of credit cards, they've got fifty to 100000 of student loans, even still in their mid-30s. So you are, I would say, ahead of the, ahead of the curve there. Um, so you kind of already mentioned who gave you this advice. Um, but but why and you kind of even hit on this a little bit why do you think that was so important like what what, like, what have you seen like just expand, expand that a little bit well with me specifically um coming out of high school i did not go to college um i wasn't quite sure what i wanted to do with the rest of my life i was doing some internet related business um coming out of high school so i had some income uh, not mm-hmm. too much but I, I wasn't quite sure where i wanted to take it at the time so i, I didn't go to college and I think that that also helped me a little bit. You know, as you mentioned, a lot of people have a lot of student loan debt. And, yeah. um, you know, some days I'm very grateful that I don't have that. But other times I can see where the college education, you know, even taking on that debt would be very beneficial to me mm-hmm. in my career. Um, but eventually I got to the point where I started up a separate Internet business. Um, and, you know, if you can see the pictures behind me right there, <laughs> um, 
I'm, I'm a sports journalist now, and I work independently um, on my own for myself uh, covering minor league baseball. Um, and I, I think that just not having that debt has made it very easy for me to, you know, pursue my passions and my dreams a little bit easier than I would, you know, had I, you know, racked up, you know, let's just say, you know, five to ten thousand dollars in debt when yeah. I was in my early twenties and not been able to pay that off right away. Mm-hmm. That interest it, it really catches up to you if you're not making, you know, substantial payments on that early on when you've got, you know, larger sums of money that you do owe. And I think that it's really put me in a better position now that I'm in my early thirties uh, than where I would have been otherwise. That's good. That's good stuff. And I think that's spot on. Um, the one thing I always teach a lot of people is debt is limiting. It's going to limit whatever options you have. It's going to limit whatever choices you have. And it might be beneficial in the in the short run, but in the long run, it's going to limit everything that you're going to be able, everything else you're going to be able to do. Um, because if you have something happen and you can't pay that credit card off, well, then guess what? It gets almost impossible to borrow in the future. It gets a lot harder to borrow in the future for things like a house, things that can be beneficial. So thank you for sharing all that today. Take a few minutes or take a minute and give a little plug about what you do. You kind of already, you're like a question ahead of me. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I'm a talker. I mean, it's kind of what I do for a living. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I run a baseball website. I cover minor league baseball. I do a little bit of major league baseball coverage. Um, I've got a YouTube channel where I upload videos for about baseball, talking about baseball. Just started a podcast. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm a multimedia company that just does work around around baseball. So That sounds if, like something Gary Vee would be proud of. Well, I I feel like Gary Vee would be doing it a little bit better than I am, but you know, yeah. for those who are unaware, Gary Vee is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's an incredible entrepreneur that me yeah. and me and Steve both follow. So yeah. if you haven't checked him out, really check him out. But if you're interested in baseball, you know, in minor league baseball in particular, uh, you can check out my stuff at RedsMinorLeagues.com. But I promise I won't hold it against you if you don't, because I understand it's very niche. <laughs> Very niche kind of it product is. for a lot of people. That is. Reds minor league baseball is a, is a relatively niche market. <laughs> um, but you guys should definitely go check Doug out. He does a lot of cool stuff over there. Um, he has a built like a good community. Uh, a lot of people like to argue back and forth. I'm not <laughs> saying Doug likes to argue, but sometimes maybe that's true. Um, but anyway, go check it out. It's worth it's worth a check out, worth following. Um, thanks, Doug, for joining us today and sharing your thoughts. Appreciate it, man. Hopefully what I shared can help somebody out even just even just a little bit because every little bit really does help people in the long run. I thought Doug had a really interesting point and he just talked about the importance in his world of just avoiding credit cards early on in his, in his life. And he mentioned that now he's gotten one. And so, you know, one thing I, I always like to highlight because whenever you say don't get credit cards, don't go get a credit card, it's bad for you, it's going to really hurt you, people can get a very emotional reaction to that. And this is just something that I've seen consistently as I've worked with people. Why I think that is the case is because I think, and there's been some studies proven on this, that one of your first credit cards or one of your first bank accounts that you open, you are incredibly loyal to that company for the rest of your life. And so that's why Visa and all these companies try to get you while you're in college to give you a free pizza or give you a free t-shirt, things like that. It almost feels like an attack on you when when someone says, well, you shouldn't have a credit card because you're like, well, I've had this thing with me in my wallet for 10 years or 15 years. But I think to Doug's point, the the reason they get they try to go after people who are a little bit younger and in that kind of 18 to 22 range is because a lot of times we haven't been sat down or we don't really understand all the ins and outs of of money or finances by that point and we just think oh this is a credit card 
I know I should probably pay it off every month, and that's what a lot of people try to do. But what happens is in college, money can get tight, or you know, your friend is doing something, and you just you just know that you have some uh, some money on the credit card, and you just swipe it, and then you don't think about having to pay that back later. And then what happens is you get a little bit behind. All it takes with credit cards is to get just a tad bit behind, and then all of a sudden, in a year or two years, you've got hundreds if not thousands of dollars worth of interest that you've got to pay back and your interest rate by that point is probably close to 20% and it's really really hard to get ahead of that curve. Just to reiterate again the credit cards aren't always bad they're, they're, and I, I want to highlight that but um, Doug made a really interesting point in that by waiting he now has another 15 or so years of financial understanding and, and some discipline before he made that decision, which I think is actually a pretty wise decision. I've talked to so many people who have gotten a credit card in their early 20s or late teens, and they almost every single one of them, even if they said they, that they did it for their, their rewards, almost every single one of them has told me, I wish I never, ever would have gotten a credit card. And so I just think that's interesting. I think we've got to listen to those people who have been burned by credit cards and think about the negative possibilities that can happen with credit card. Hey, if you enjoyed this topic, I did another video. I believe it was my first Find Your Money Pass show, and, and it was on the topic of credit card reward points. So go ahead and check that out. We'll have a link in the description um, or, or a link up here in the, in the post. I would love for you to go check that out. You can also find it on findyourmoneypath.com slash blog. It's going to be posted there. It's going to be the very first episode of the Find Your Money Path show. Check that out if you enjoyed this topic. Hey, I appreciate you guys, and thank you for watching today. Hope you have a great rest of your day.